What's up, everybody? We back at the Par Bar on a Sunday in February. Already in February. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yep. What? Crazy shit, bro. February, dude. But, huh? <laughs> 11 months till Christmas. Shut yeah. up, dude. <laughs> it's there, bro, already. Still getting out of debt. Happy Hornicah. For real, right? Happy Hornicah? Happy Hornicah. Well, we got uh, the Chinese New Year. Year of the dog, right? Yeah. Uh, year of the dog? Yeah, that's my year. Doggy dog uh, world. Snoop Dogg. As always, my name is Rich D, and to my right. What's up, everybody? Vince T. And to his right. What's up? Half a day, this is Uncle Dono. And today at the Par Bar, we got Helling all the way from Merced, California. <sighs> the Tahitian Maniac. The 209 Terror? <laughs> <laughs> Drew. Drew Adame. I'm saying that right? That's right. Adams. Yeah. He's out Adams Adami. Adame. We were looking for someone to hang out with, and I was like, my wife was like, Drew would be a good guest. And I was like, you know what? Drew would be a good guest. He'd be awesome out here. So, Drew. When I got the text, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'd be a damn good guest. I would be an awesome guest. Like, you got Facebook? I said, no. I said, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't know Drew, he's out here. He's a Tahitian drummer. He does. He's been uh, in the island scene for a while. From Merced, uh, he also helps us in uh, Urentia do our drumming, and he, he helps us uh, change up some beats. So uh, we brought him on here to talk a little bit about his his path. Because uh, you're back. You're actually uh, Mexican. Hispanic, yeah. Hispanic, yeah. Indian. You know, got a little bit of everything. A you know? little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. I would think that you're like Tahitian dude or something. Yeah, nah. I, I used to get that when I used to wear the puka shells all the time, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, who Puka Shell? I don't know. I think it's the way you drum, dude. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Are Tahitian light skin? <laughs> they could they be. Have, they got some of them. Yeah. yeah. Like French, Polynesian. French, so. Yeah, yeah. More freckles, I think. They got that European look. Yeah. Whatever that is. Whatever, yeah. Uh, what do what Europeans look like? White? I don't know. Yeah. Hispanic. <laughs> like me. Yeah, I don't know. Stereotype people. Um, but yeah, so you came all the way down here. Uh... From Merced, how long, how long you been here in San Diego? I've been going on nine years, April. Oh, really? Yeah. But did you ever move back to, to Merced? I went back there briefly for like six, seven months. You're like, oh, I remember why I left. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> There's nothing out there, right? No. Yeah. I got my family, well, I mean, you know, local friends, but that's about it. There's a lot of cows up there, isn't there? There's a lot there? of cows up oh, there. Yeah. You yeah. know when you go into Merced, I know that. Oh, yeah. You know when you get there, too. You smell that <laughs> shit. You smell <laughs> <laughs> right, we're here. Merced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're set. <laughs> Most people just pass right through it, man. It's like four exits, and that's it. And then next thing you know, you're in my desk. So that's yeah. after the grapevine, or after, after grapevine, about Bro. an hour and a half, two hours after grapevine. Dude, I hate, I hated that drive. I think I've done it like three times. The third time, I was like, I'm not doing this no more. We went to San Jose for that uh, teaching competition. Yeah. yeah, that was my last time. I don't know that. I, it was so bad. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm flying back." I bought a ticket, plane ticket that day. I think, I think those competitions they were huge as hell, though. Oh, yeah, man. I remember like. The whole like second floor or whatever was filled up with like vendors and shit yeah. like that. Even outside, dude, they were posted up. But that was Tahiti Fit, which was like the only one at the time that was really happening, correct? Yeah, they had the Tahiti Fit, like the one that we're actually where I'm from in Merced. They got the longest running Tahiti Fit. Oh, really? Is, yeah, I think it's either close to thirty or it's past thirty years now. Oh damn, does that thing yeah. still go on? It still goes on. It's actually coming up uh, either the end of th- end of March or early April, usually okay. around Easter weekend. But I know San Jose, they, they have a long-running one, too. But I don't know if they just ended theirs or it's every other year now. Mm. That's uh, usually 4th July weekend, so. Okay. So so tell me, so give us a little background. I mean, I know your background, but I know, like, Noel doesn't know the background. How did you end up getting into Tahitian drumming? So my background actually starts from, I mean, back when I was in elementary, 
I wasn't allowed to start drumming because of the the school back then. They make you they make you play a musical instrument. So actually, when I started, my brothers they all played, uh, I think, clarinet and different other stuff that they didn't let them allow to do, and I didn't want to do that. So I started on the saxophone. Uh, kind of got musically inclined through that, and then once I was able to start drumming, um, I started with the drumline. Kind of that was my background. So. When I learned a lot of the stuff, it was just doing drumline. It's just like you kind of see like in the movie yeah. or field drumming, uh, marching band stuff. Uh, when I got into Tahitian drumming, I actually seen it. Uh, the first time I seen it was, I mean, I went to Hawaii when I was in the second grade. And, you know, went to the, the convention center stuff out there and seen the shows. Um, but when I got into it, my brother actually, he was dating a girl that competed and everything. So she did everything up in San Jose, up in Reno, uh, competition-wise. So when they asked, they needed more drummers at the time. I was strictly saying, you know, I was a shy guy back then. Just I was thirteen. Just told them, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to dance or anything like that. I just strictly want to drum. That's what I went. About a week and a half later, I was dancing. Really? So I danced. <laughs> yeah. So I actually danced for about six, seven years. Competing. You got suckered in. You got suckered in. I didn't. I kind of. We were kind of put in the background as drumming because all the older guys were drumming around that time. Once they went away to college, that's when I got, you know, the chance to kind of be more of the lead drum, you know, and we actually got, uh, started traveling like the Fremont, Hayward area. That's where we got pulled in by some, some guys that kind of knew more of the basic kind of Islander style drumming. Nice. And whenever you go, they kind of just teach you, you know, what, what they learn, what they know, and everybody, you know, has their own kind of way of, of teaching their style of drumming. Right. So we've seen, I've seen a lot of it. Um, me and my best friend actually at the time, uh, they kind of just a lot of the groups you go around there. It's it's real political, you know. So when you go around there, they don't want to, they don't want to kind of give you their background of what you know. They think you kind of copy and stuff. Don't want to take their style. Back then, I, mean, I was thirteen, so I just wanted to learn. So I mean, we we got pulled uh, in under fortunately some good guys that kind of just told us the basics, the kind of the background of everything, the culture of everything. So you know, like I said, ever ever since then, I kind of just started dancing, drumming. Kind of, I like to put my own style on stuff. So, did your did your dancing help you with your drumming? It does. The dancing definitely helps you with the drumming. Um, even like I said, for a lot of dancers out there, I always I would always even hold a side class just of drumming, just to go over you know whether it's Tanes uh, Vahines, whatever it is, to listen to the beats, to kind of learn the beats. That way, when you know they're either performing or competing, it always helps out. Mm. So, so it's a big part. So when you're doing the teaching drumming, were you still doing your, your regular drumming at school? Yes, I was. I was actually teaching. I actually taught for three, four years uh, back up in Merced uh, before I went away to college. Uh, I was teaching their drumline. Oh, okay. So that yeah. kind of helps out with the... It helps music. out, yeah. A lot of rudiments, reading music. Um, like I said, from there, you kind of get into the, the keyboards, the guitar, everything like that. And you, I, I learned how to write <coughs> music that way. Everything kind of just went from that bottom up. Can, so. can you write Sahesian drumming? I can't. I can't write Tahitian. I can write. Actually, I was gonna actually write it for Javen the other day because I was telling him how he was doing a, a beat with something. And I was gonna write it out because you can write it out in notes where it's a little easier to learn. Yeah. Thing is, a lot of people you kind of once you're around them, you kind of you kind of fill them out a little bit, and you're thinking, okay, well they're a visual learner. Some people are just kind of they they you know they off of ear. Some people they want they want, they need to see something. So a lot of times, you know, you could write it down and then it kind of helps somebody else. I just want to, I want to know how it sounds. It'll be like, a thou more, a tick, 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 a boom, boom. I'm not going to vouch for that, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Sharon, uh, over here made a comment. 
on the thing. He said musicians are the heart of the performance. It is. That's what. Um, mm. Actually, when you hear the bass, when you hear like the pahu and a lot of stuff, everything that tempo that drives is pretty much the heart of everything. Right. So whether you're dancing, whether you're drumming along, I mean, I've always learned you're always going to go with that background, with that with that bass, that pahu. Um, just that sound because it, it does drive the dancing it drives everything on there as the heart man that bass is deep yeah. that's some deep ass bass I think that's the kind of bass you want in your trunk of your car dude when you're beating yeah. down the street <laughs> well that's I mean, what I mean you want Drew in the trunk no yeah I put Drew in the trunk <laughs> This base just while I'm cruising down island. Little it won't be my first time, guys. I've been there. I've That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, you said that uh, you had joined some groups and, and the politics that plays a part of it. Because um, I've seen it too. I mean, maybe in, I'm not sure about it now. I'm not sure if it's, I don't see it as much. I know it's still out there. Um, but the politics that you're, where you're trying to learn things and you see like people don't want to give you all the secrets. They think like you're just going to learn it and you're going to run. Yeah. They think you're going to, you're going to probably run with it, kind of, you know, take their stuff and use it somewhere. But. How many like I said, back there? then you don't know. I mean, it's a lot different now. I think it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot better. Like I said, now back then, like I said, this is probably twenty some years ago. It was just hard right. to kind of, you know, because people were they they were still coming up with certain things. It was still kind of to that point where it was starting to take off a lot of the a lot of the bigger groups like you hear you know Nonacina and different groups right. like that out there. And so everybody looks up to groups like that. So they want to you know they hear certain things that are different, and they kind of want to incorporate it. But maybe. There could have been probably that there were people out there that were taking stuff and running with it. And, you know, I, which I said, I don't blame them. I, I just didn't understand it at the age of 13. Yeah. So, you know, when we did get, you know, under some some guys that took us in, you know, they had us go up there to travel and go to some of their practices, teach us the basics of what actual beats were called instead of us just saying, oh, yeah, that's that beat that, you know, we heard over there and we don't know the name of it. We actually got to uh, sit down with them. And they, you know, they teach us the the meaning of where the beat came from, everything like that. So, Are those groups that you had learned from, are they still around? They're still around. Otea P, up okay. in, so up in Fremont area. So I think they branched out and they're part of different other groups now. Okay. Um, where I come, like I said, uh, Te Maltata Nua Nua is the group that I'm from up in Merced. And they're still running. It's a running group uh, halal right now, so. Okay, and you and you you should go back and help them out whenever they need it. They I've done, yeah. When actually when I first moved here to San Diego, I went up there and did a couple um, different classes just to kind of let them record some beats and kind of go with that, so they can keep on. They had routines and stuff that they were still running. Yeah. So they would have younger guys that would go in there and do I do a workshop. They'd kind of go in there and get whatever they got out of it and run with it. So that's tight. So yeah, I've always just been. That's the same thing when I came here. I actually stopped doing everything for about a year, and. Um, one of my buddies had had ran into somebody uh, in the PB area, and they need, they wanted drummers, so I actually went help them out. And a lot of people have always been around. Well, how much do you want? You know, what, you know, what's the cost to? You know, I just want to drum, man. Yeah. So a lot of the times, you know, same thing with the Renzi and everything. I just like to kind of incorporate stuff, help out wherever I can. Yeah, so. and that's uh, one of the reasons why we had we had um, asked you to help because Alyssa knew that the way you you are. Uh, you would you would help out with the kindness of your heart, which we were we weren't sure where we were going either. Yeah, and it was cool, kind of creating 
the style that we have now, which is obviously we're known for our bass. Like everyone, yeah, we hit yeah, the, we hit the bass really and, hard. And, and, obviously from a German, yeah, right, exactly. You, know, you can feel it in the crowd. Um, when you were uh, shit, I forgot. I was gonna ask you. Oh. Well, I know when I first when I when like I said when you first with everything started what, a couple two years ago now probably yeah three years um, when I seen everything like I said I was kind of I remember I came over to the house here we kind of I think we watched some videos right yeah we were kind of going over through you know certain things <coughs> and stuff we could work around and kind of like, like I said everything I kind of hear it's always kind of to the point where okay let's, let's make this our own you know let's let's take this and then kind of oh, right, see right. what we you know you kind of you see who who you have as musicians that are working around you. What I like to do is kind of let them know, you know, hey, we might be playing something right now, but you might be switched over to this part because it all turns into like an ensemble, like right. a musical ensemble. So right. you find out who's uh, who has certain weaknesses, who has certain strengths. You kind of go with that, and then you put it all together and yeah. put make them in a, their make an ensemble for it. So yeah. yeah, what do you look for, like in a drummer or? Uh in a drummer, like a lot of, like I said, I've I've taught from kids up to older. You know, guys and girls before, and sometimes I've I've been working with people before, and I don't even know that they're musically inclined with different other instruments. Mm -hmm. And then you know, after a year, they'll tell me, "Oh yeah, I play the piano. I play the okay. Well, I didn't know you. You know, you knew certain things like this because there's different there's different dynamics and yeah, uh, you know, kind of sounds that they that they go with that they play with. So it's it's very interesting once you start playing with someone and you see, okay, well they're kind of I don't really look for something in in someone as as far as like you said if you're like, asking. Like, yeah. Um, but I like, like I said, I like to see, you know, do they know certain things or are they, are they a heavy handed kind of drummer or musician okay. or they, you know, so it's, it's more dynamic. So what I look for to see, okay, these guys can come up, you know, right here where they're better on breaks or they're better listening and following somebody. So, oh, so that's dope. At, at this point, like you're almost like a producer. Ah, if, yeah. A if bit. you think about it, like yeah. arrangements and, and things like that. I mean, if you listen to those details, uh, you know, you can yeah, I mean, a lot of people like they, they always, you know, you've way. always heard the, you know, you're you're as strong as your weakest link, right? But I don't like to do that. I like to see, okay, someone's just having trouble playing this, so let's put them over here, and maybe they're they're good at tempo, so we'll put them on something where they're just keeping the dancers mm -hmm. and the drummers all together, like you said, the heartbeat of everything. Yeah. So you put them on that, and you know, even though, like I said, you try to make it where it's not offensive, or okay, just because we don't want you, you know, da -da 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 -da, going crazy on something. That might just be something where, okay, you're more of a tempo guy. Let's put you over here. You're more of a dynamic guy. Let's put you over here where you have a little more rhythm of something and you kind of mix it all together. And Now, do egos get in the way of that? Oh, yeah. And we're all human, man. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. So, yeah, that. I've seen it. Like I said, I, you got you to gotta be patient. Oh, yeah. Like I said, a lot, of people, a lot of people see things, they hear things, and they want to do that right away. Right. Let's do that. Let's do that. It's and like, then you got stupid nah, nah, asses nah, like yeah. me. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. should have hit it yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. coming. Oh, yeah. And you're looking over, people are like, hey, nice solo. How about not next time? Okay. So, yeah, you get it a lot. I mean, like I said, you're beating human. the soul out of that drum. Knock it off. Yeah. So, like, you're it hurting happens. its feelings. It happens, but you, you know, you, you learn to work around it. And like I said, you need patience to teach and you need patience to, to actually learn because yeah, you got to send people definitely. home and say, hey, just work on that. I know you want to play this other stuff, but work on, take that home and work yeah. on that. Work on it until you hate it. And that means you're used to it because you hate it that much. You know, actually, so, I remember what I was going to ask him now. Um, your drum style for teaching drumming is different than. It's different. Yeah. It's, and it's because of the, the, the fact that you had to kind of learn things on, on your my own. own. Exactly. So you were trying to replicate these sounds. You were mm -hmm. trying to... And you don't have... Like I said, we're, the group I came from, a lot of the 
when I was dancing, all those older boys, they all went away to college. They, you know, we had to take over as the drumming and kind of dancing as the, you know, from teenage to, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old boys taking over for the group. Right. So when we do that, we have to kind of learn our own style of, okay, this is what we're going to do now. You know, this was what they were playing, but we don't got this many bodies anymore. We don't got so many hands anymore to play this. So you kind of incorporate a lot of things in there to, you know, make other sounds, other music out of stuff for mm-hmm. dancers. You know, it's all for the dancers just to, you know, like I said, to learn and have routines to go off. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's exactly what you said. Um, it's my style is a lot, it's a lot different, but a lot of, is based on, it was just me or another guy or girl at some times where we would just have two, three drums and not eight, right. 12 drummers, you know? So it's, it's harder at, at times, but you learn to work with it. So, so, so what's the differences in between Tahitian and like the style, like that you're doing with, with like Urantia, like with the dance? You know, there are some similarities. I think the only difference is they're, the drums are a lot of di- there a lot of different drums that are involved, right? That you use in Tahitian drumming and a lot that you use for you know be using Arencia, but it's what I think it's more of a it's more of a deep tone that that with Arencia that you, you uh-huh. know, that we play. Um, you don't hear a lot of you say you don't hear a lot of different parts. So like if someone's on the beat before the beat after the beat, you don't hear a lot of that. Would you would you think like it's really like basic compared to Tahitian They have a lot more people on the basic parts to keep it going but like I said you have you have certain times where you get a dance going you're saying oh we could play we could throw this in there there or I seen this guy do this the other day it sounded good it would go perfect for that part and you kind of just incorporate it in there so it's a different it's definitely different Um, but like I said when you (coughs) see some of the dance styles and everything that they're doing you you pick up little parts at it you know whether you're watching the feet whether you're watching the hands and you learn just to go with that and think, okay, well, this will work here. Let's try it out. A lot of times things don't work out. A lot of times things do. And you just run with it. So Yeah. But definitely different, yeah. Yeah, because what, Tahitian is mostly like mm. hips and feet, right? For, For the, the dance. Dance, yeah. Uh, it's and a little it's, bit of everything, And it's like man. a fast pace. It's fast pace. It's, yeah, it's a very it's fast pace. It's upbeat. It's upbeat yeah. uh, for the mo- most part. Um, when we brought Drew on, I knew, I knew that we wanted, I wanted to change things up. Um, and I wasn't able to do it because I'm just not a drummer. And that's kind of like what you were saying, like being a producer yeah. is more like he's like our music director. So he kind of just directs. Yeah, that's a better what, word. Like we just say, okay, this is what we want. This is our idea. Now you take it into the music part of it. And we also have Shabi who helps with the, the yeah. strings and stuff like that yeah. and the vocals. Um, and that's just like the teamwork part of it. You know, that's the core of, of where it all comes from. But the dancers are the ones who do all the work and make your, make sure everything comes to life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can give the music as much as they want and the motions, but if they can't do it, perform it, you know. Yeah, because there's a lot of things we try and a lot of things that, you know, in our heads, you know, it's going to look good right here. It's going to look good. Yeah. You try it out and it's like, oh, uh, you know, either yeah. you, it, the movement's too fast for what you're doing or you got too many dancers on there that you got to kind of maybe, like you said, keep it basic just some, to make sure everything's clean. I'd rather go out there with a clean performance than rather just something everywhere where you're trying to make something right. sound good. Right. So. I think uh, I mean that's a perfect way of saying it because in my head I'm at I might be at work or I might be at the gym, and in my head I'm like, oh yeah, I could see it. I see it yeah. happening on the dance floor. <laughs> and Drew come come will come and he'll give me a beat and I'm like I'm like yeah that's awesome. And then I'll get like five of the boys to try it. And I'm like. That did not come out <laughs> the way I saw that it. Did not look like yeah. that. You got a bunch of dummies on stage with their legs going everywhere, and I don't know what I just did. Yeah, but you see, I mean, there's a vision to it. You see, yeah. it. 
in your head. Just like you say, when you're at yeah. work, I might work all the time and I have beats and stuff coming to my head and I'm sitting there with either pens or my just my fingers tapping on the desk and oh yeah, it's gonna sound good and then put this guy on this, doing this and this. All right. And in your head you got it all perfect. And then you put it together and you're like, that guy can't play triplets. We can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you change things up, but like I said, you you try to make it where it's you get a clean a clean sound and a clean performance out of everything. So uh, back on teaching, there's a there's a, another competition coming up. I mean, there's a lot of competitions yeah, nowadays. Yeah, there's too many for me to even keep know about. With. Yeah, there's like up, one yeah. every month now, right? Yeah, I used to go on. I think it was like Black Pearls, BlackPearls.com. I think it usually tells you everything that's coming. You're still up. Still talking about teaching dancing? Yeah. Okay. I'm about to say, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, now, Drew. Uh, Black Pearls. Yeah. Uh, it's called Black Pearls. I no, it's Tahitian a. Pearls. You can go on there and it, they they actually sell Tahitian. <laughs> Uh, Tahitian gear, Tahitian, you know. Don't be giving me some different like, What the heck are we talking about? <laughs> My damn I gotta check that up right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it, tell, it usually tells you all the competitions, whether it's, you know, Tokyo, Hawaii, here in California, different states around here. So, how do you like, um, like, because it's changed so much within the, um, within the last, like, 15 to 20 years? Yeah, it's changed a lot. Um, how do you like where it's at now? Like, the dance styles change. Obviously, the drumming's changed a little bit too. There's still the basics there. But, yeah, you know. I, you know, I like it, and I like that there's still, you still see dancers and drummers that use basics. Um, I also like, like you said, the word change, because, you know, everything is real. We always evolve every year. Someone comes out with something different, you know. A lot of people don't like change because they're like, well, you know, they, I can't do this, but you learn to do it. And you learn to go with it. So I actually like the change of people having their own styles. Like I said, my background was me just, you know, I wanted to learn something, but I wanted to kind of make it my own. So I wanted people the same way to see and be like, oh, that's pretty cool over there. Look at what is he, what is he doing over there? And I wanted to be that guy where if they asked me, I could tell them, oh, well, all I did was this, you know. Yeah. You want to go do it? You know, go go ahead. That's fine. Uh-huh. Like I know where it came from. I'm, you know, I know a lot of times it has to do because, like you said, back in the day with politics, it's competition. But I mean, like I said, you got to learn to go with that and, and perfect it on your own. So right. I, I like the change. Mm-hmm. I like that everything evolves and it's different nowadays. Okay, that leads up to my question: Is there like criticism with the change? Like. Oh yeah, there's always, like you said, same thing. If there's always, where there's tension, or there's same thing with criticism. There's always going to be criticism. I think it's even more nowadays with social media, because you get social media in there, and then oh, yeah. you you know someone sees something, you're going to always have that one person that just doesn't like it or doesn't agree with it. But like I said, everybody has their own way to speak their own mind. But that's it's, true. Like with drumming, is is there like a certain? I don't I don't know. Is there like a certain tradition that you should follow? Uh no, I don't like to say I don't like to say that, but you will hear it differently from me. Like I said, some people say, well, no, that's wrong. And, you know, I don't like to say, well, that's wrong because, like I said, I've I've seen around different uh, people playing music before and drums. And you hear one you hear one thing and, you you know, you may be thinking, well, what is that? And you ask them and they tell you something. And in your head, you're thinking, well, no, I have that as, as this. But I'm not going to criticize somebody for that. Maybe they learn from somebody else. Maybe that's what, you know, like I said, it came over from a different different country, different city, different state, whatever it is. Uh, I think everybody brother, has their own brother way. Joseph's out there. He said, uh, "Change is fabulous, but know your foundation." Exactly. Evolution. Yeah, that's great. Like, you know where you come from. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I remember exactly. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I remember exactly. When, like I said, certain things where I've heard that, I don't remember exactly where I was when I heard that, or you know, once someone taught me that and what I did with that, and I always kept it basic. And um, it's you know, kind of same thing with uh, when Javen was working on some dancing the other day, and I. He was saying, oh, yeah, I see all this other stuff and people jumping around doing all this stuff. And the one thing I told him, I said, yeah, but you want to keep it basic because a lot of the judges out there, they want to see you do basic. Yeah. How old is clean, they want to see clean, you do everything, you know. Clean basics. Exactly. They want to see you say something that they can judge you off of rather right. than, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not every judge. So it's, are are yeah. you drumming? 
this next competition? For oh, for all, you for CCF stuff? No, there's there's a competition. There's a competition up coming up in February, but I'm not sure exactly. I'm not drumming for it, but I'm not oh, okay. sure what. Oh, the, the date Jesus is. Yeah, that one. No, no, yeah, there's uh, a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, because there's one here, I think, right, and then yeah. there's one in Feb. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one at the end of March, I think. I think it's the same day as CCF, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, in Vegas. In Vegas, so. which they were gonna go to, but we have CCF, so so they're not. They're not going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh huh. <laughs> 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 hey, um, thanks, Drew, and everybody else that was planning on going up to Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there is there is a a difference, like uh, like you were saying earlier with the the tremolo drumming, uh, Tijan drumming. What do you about what about like um, when you now when you're you're jumping between the two, mm-hmm. like to make sure it's nothing sounds like like you're taking too much from a Tijan side of it. Like and you're only implementing it to towards your the tomorrow style of, of what we're trying to help exactly. mold. Um, what do you take into account right now? It and then like I said, that does happen. That's a good question because a lot of times I'm working on something with one you know a certain group of people and we you know you get when you hear something and then you like it, you tend to run with it. And like I said, you could be singing it in your head, you know, walking down the street at work, whatever you're doing. Um, and then all, like you said, you go to another group and you're playing something you don't want to take too much of that and you I mean it's, it's fortunate that a lot of groups have their own style right. so with their own style you can kind of make it their own so what I try to do is make sure that whatever I had with that beat or maybe that certain week of teaching uh, you kind of just you have to create something new out of it uh, I, like I said I think it's fortunate that we have like like Noel's question was what's the difference between them is the drums a lot of stuff you can do th- things with the Tahitian drums compared to the drums that we use uh, for Rencia do you do you listen to like other culture cultural music like uh, Japanese taiko or like uh, African djembe drumming? I do then, actually. And- I I try to pick up like I said. I think that's why it's different too with social media. You get to hear a lot of different things now. You can YouTube anything, right? So you hear something and oh well, let me see what that sounds like. So I I have listened to certain other beats from different styles of backgrounds, and you, you kind of like I said when your head's when your brain's going, you kind of see a lot of similarities with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you try to you try to work with what you have and pretty much make it your own with those drums that you have. Have you ever listened to like a Nate Dog CD? Yeah. And try to like might, yeah. beat like make your own beats like to follow like their rhythm and stuff like that. I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything I starts like that. I said, I don't just, know it's adding on. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. See, exactly. Like I said, yeah. usually when you hear a beat like that, you actually can hear like the bass of what's the bass beat that everybody else is going off of. Right. So that's you know so it's good when you hear actually good music come out. Yeah. So you guys are gonna do Nate Dogg at CCF? Uh, hell yeah! A lot of, a lot of NERD. N-E-R-D. Yeah. Some uh, second to none. Joseph outside in Womakame said, uh, "Drummers create the heartbeat of the dancers. Also need to understand where it comes from. The disconnect is where you don't sync. If they don't understand the the beats or know where the beats are." Yeah, and that, um, like I said, a lot of classes they do actually sit you down and they. Like I said, I try to I try to incorporate incorporate a class aside from the dancing, where you can actually show the dancers, okay, well this beat is actually called you know this, and that way when you, that's why when you hear me call it out, it kind of it helps the dancers uh, go with the dancing. So whether they're on stage uh, competing, you always hear someone call out a beat. Right. A lot of times, like I said, because they learn that they're in their heads or they're thinking, 
they call that beat right before what is a couple seconds before it changes into that beat. Right. That's when they, you know, in their head it clicks. Oh, okay, I know this beat. Right. And they practice dance moves to that beat, which helps them out. Uh, the um, only, the only, I'm sorry. The only beat I really hear. It's like at the end when they go like this, hey! Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's, hey, you know what? that's exactly what it is because they usually call it. Hey, nigga, it's about the end. Yeah. I'm telling you, and right that's, what, that's what a lot of people hear. So they'll hear, they'll hear hey, they'll hear lava. They'll hear, you know, a lot of things where it's. I never hear, I never heard that. It's always, hey! Yeah. <laughs> See, because you, you found something that you liked and you remember this. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey. I just, I just know that, hey. Once I hear that, hey, you I know, say, hey, you hear that, you think, okay. Coming. I got yeah. 16 So they, they can get ready for like a post. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I got this. Yeah. Right? Okay, can yeah, I move that's, now? That's the, the most usual one. one. You hear, hey, you got 16 counts to get together and yeah. just man, have your pose, the, man. That's the first thing I picked up on. Yeah. yeah. The first few songs, I was like, all right. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Hey. Oh, shit. Almost done. Yeah. <laughs> go hard, baby. Go hard. Go hard. Go hard. <laughs> you better be pushing it. A couple yeah. more pounds up in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about the finish. It's all about the finish. You got to smile with sweat coming out of your face, and he's doing like, "It is the worst, man. I swear." And then if you miss it, that shit yeah. fucked up. If you miss oh, yeah. it, you're doing the worst solo on stage because everybody sees you. And oh yeah, no, like, I've seen a couple. Crap. Like, like I, I, I've asked my son before because he'll watch some Tahitian competitions, and you'll see some people. They go like this. Hey, they do the 16 count, and then they go like this. I'm like, hey, didn't he fuck up? Because oh, like, they'll let you know too. Aren't you supposed to pause like right at the end after you're 16? You're supposed to like hold that shit. You know? Yeah, you'll see the professionals in there because they'll hold it and they'll smile and, yeah. and their yeah. heads are thinking it, but the other ones they'll be like shaking their head. Yeah. Like, don't, like, do that. don't do that. Yeah, always don't do that. Always dancers like, do never give the oh shit face. Like yeah. you fucked up. <laughs> Just pause and just start turning your body to where everybody else is slowly. Because there's a di- yeah, there's, there a di- there's a difference when you're doing a backyard party luau and you're doing competition because right. you got people judging. Yeah. Backyard luau, you know, he's got drunk people just watching. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, the bad. They wanna, I didn't move. They, they wanna, Nigga, you drunk. Yeah. yeah. You drunk. I saw you move. Nah, I seen you move. Nah. Uh, your eyes you had moved. one too many, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't move this time. <laughs> so that's a, uh, nothing because you also do luau's. Yeah, I hate doing luau's, but um, you do like a lot of side drumming here throughout the San Diego. Correct. Yeah, uh, luau shows and um, and what's like those are just fun, right? I mean, those are just yeah, like, yeah just, whatever. It's extra money. It's something that's part. Yeah, it's been a part of me just like I said, my whole life. Just even when I was up north doing that. Up north is you know you're only going within a 20, 30 mile radius. Here in San Diego, you're going all the way up to you know L.A. or past sometimes. Yeah. So, but it's fun. I mean, it just depends. Like I said, you always have a different crowd. You always have to. Even if you have the same show lineup and the same dancers, you're still somehow finding a way to make it a little bit different because of the of your audience. So your audience, you know, they could be really into it, and you're like, okay, we can do this next instead because you know they're feeling this right. Yeah. Now. Right. Other times it could be just at a a banquet party where no one's even paying attention, and you're sitting yeah. there with drums and dancers, you know, half naked on stage, and still you're not getting anybody looking at you. Yeah. So it's completely different. Like I said, uh, different types of luau's, weddings, or anniversaries yeah. you do. But it's like like being a DJ, dude. You just oh, yeah. gotta find oh, yeah. the you gotta, you gotta find, find the get, rhythm. It's like you find the rhythm. Everybody, you're, would. you're filling out your audience. You know, yeah. you're filling out. Okay, well, they're not feeling this, and I've just done three numbers, and 
Yeah. Let's change it up and do something else right here. You know? yeah. Nope. They're going to dance to what I played. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Nope, this is all I got. <laughs> Make that Saudi tighter. <laughs> I, I mean, because I, I, that's why I don't really do luau. I hate doing luau's. It's just not, not for me. I only like doing competitions. I like doing like big festivals and stuff like that. But when I'm dancing up there and I just see like these drunk people laughing and I'm just like, yeah. oh. I think that's, so the, that's the, man. the hardest part of it because... You understand where it comes from. Yeah. Like where the origin of everything comes from and how things are supposed to be serious on certain dances and certain performances and everybody up there is laughing because you're making a face, you know, and you're, oh no, this isn't a funny dance. It's supposed to, this is serious. Yeah. You know, this is how they used to fight for food and fight for, yeah. you know, their families. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I get that. And I, yeah. I remember doing the first show, I think, uh, where was it at? Was it Coronado, I think? Yeah, that Coronado, you? yeah. And I could, I could tell. I was like, I don't think Rich likes doing these. Uh, no, these I don't, out. man. So I was like, I want to grab that tie on and slap that dude's drink out of his hand. Yeah, so. <laughs> I did, dude. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I want to show you how real this shit gets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you disrespectful stuff, bitch. I'm up here. Have that kid. You think yeah. I'm This shit is cold. It's cold. It's yeah, cold. I remember, for me, I remember right, right by the beach. It's freezing. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's windy. It pisses me off, man. Is that the one thing you remember? Is windy? Oh yeah, I mean you always remember yeah, the wind. Cool. The wind just be blowing, and you're you're butt naked. I think Dominic actually, I don't know if he's on here anymore, but he, he was watching earlier. He was he was there too, and I was just like, man, I hate this shit. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but dumb. you know, competition and uh, competition is, is something we're trying to also implement with uh, our dance group, uh, Chamorro Dance Group, um, because there's a difference between doing uh, even festivals <clears throat> and then a competition. Yeah. There's a way different level. Of, oh yeah, of, like pra- yeah, practice your intensity of what you're doing, your workouts, your I mean, you're drilling into people's yeah. head. Oh yeah, you got to implement. That's why when you said that right now, I was thinking it's a difference because you have to implement everything into yeah. Yeah. every single dancer that's working that's going to be competing into their head, into everything that they do, letting them know that hey, this is going to be something that you're being judged on. That people that are watching, they know what you're doing. They know every yeah. little mistake you make. They know when you're doing something right. They know what they like, what they don't like. Yeah. So it is. It's a. It's a completely different feeling for it. Yeah. You know. You don't. You. I mean. You don't want anybody to slack off. You know. Half the time, anyways, at practice. But like I said, they are. Like I said, you get all these different range of ages of, you know, kids to adults, and you're gonna have people where they want to just make sure that they're having fun, but also discipline everything too. Right. I mean, it's a competition. You know, yeah. like I think the, discipline's key. You know, man. Yeah, discipline. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's one thing. You know, that I. The only way I can. Stress to my, my students, uh, the next level of dance is through do competition. Like right. festivals, I mean, you know, you, you get you get there and you get to a certain level and, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, you, you go out there, you as long as you put on a great performance and you have the crowd's attention, you did a great job. Yeah. Now, in a competition, they don't really give a shit about you. You, you better be, yeah, you're going to entertain them, but they're also watching your feet work. They're watching your hands. They're watching your, your eyes. They're watching the way your posture is. Your they're vocals. Watching the way, yeah, your vocals. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, yeah. you're being, being judged. judged. It's, a it's like a, it's like a game. You know, I you feel know? we all do it for fun, but we all also, when you're up there, that's why they have judges because you're representing their culture of what right. the background, everything comes from. So it's it's something you should be out there being proud of what you're doing, um, what you have. Like I said, from beginning when you're going on the stage till we, till you leave. You know, yeah. you always want to make that first impression and that ending impression that hey, we did this out of respect for whoever's out there watching us, whoever's out there judging us, and you know, all the families that come around to watch you do that. So it's I mean, that's why I love it. I, lo- I love going around doing, you know, even different groups just because you get that that different halal feeling or troop, group, whatever you want to call it, of people bringing you in with respect to bring you as a part of their family. Like I said, I don't have a lot of family out here in San Diego, so that's why when I get 
involved with certain groups like that, I appreciate every second of it. Just like I said, it's a learning experience still for me, whether I'm teaching something, whether I'm learning something. So, Have you ever uh, competed in uh, San Jose? or Yes, I have like competed. Like as a dancer? A dancer, yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What year was I that? I actually took... Yeah, man, Wait, is, well, you did solos? I did solos. Damn. I told you when I... He's I, the one who beat you in the last solo. I, no, I was like I said, I told you when I started back in... I was 13, man, so... I was... I think this is back when Reno was still coming up. San Jose was my first competition ever, and they always tell you, don't do San Jose as your first one because they bring the best of the best out there, and they do. Um, luckily for the guys, you know, there's usually in that age category, um, it's usually a lot smaller than the girls. You know, you can have anywhere from five to ten boys out there just in that age category girls you can have from 40 to 80 girls just right. in that category yeah. so they have to they don't have time to do all those to make it to that solo round so a lot of times you know the guys when they go up there and dance it's almost like a, a warm-up you know just to kind of get out there and then when you're actually going to get judged on you bring out your best moves and everything and that's what it is so no but i competed up in san jose merced uh reno uh fullerton i think years ago damn is there competition Wait. for drumming yeah. yeah, they actually, in the what? same competitions, they have group, they have solos, and then they have, like, drumming. Oh. Fuck, uh, they even have come to competition, dude. I joined that. How, how do you judge I that? I beat, like, four old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, have you done a drumming competition? I've been part of a drumming competition before. Um, but you have done the directing of... Uh, I haven't done the directing of one, no. We've always, the group that I was in, always they always wanted to. Um, there was just never enough commitment from the, the, like I said, the group that we had. A lot of the drummers could only be out there to dance, and dance could only be to drum. And a lot of times, you have to incorporate your drum competition in in part of the hotel. Right. So sometimes, um, I actually, actually, no, I did do one. I did incorporate one. Um, it was in Reno, and I actually lived here. I think it was my first or second year in San Diego, and they okay. actually flew me and my uh, my best friend that lives in Hawaii to Reno. So it was just me, him, and three of the drummers that they had because I think two of the drummers had bailed. Oh, okay. So it wasn't something that it was planned on, but when we, when we went there, we had to... We, they, we didn't know this at the time because, like I said, you have the hotel and a lot of times they put like a couples category in there. They put an apodema category and you either put it all together and do it all in the same routine or you can split it up and do it on different days. Mm. Um, so I guess this was probably about eight, seven, seven eight years ago. And they had us over there. We pretty much just put up uh, a drum routine, probably with it two days before the competition. Oh, really? So yeah, so it was a lot of a lot of it was just on stage. Um, like I said, luckily the guy that I drummed with, it was the guy I started with, and we kind of you know you kind of know certain drummers when you're with them. You kind of just go right back where you left off at. So we put stuff together, and we you know just during the competition on stage, you're kind of sitting there looking like, okay, this was coming up next. Hey. Hey, look at me running. <laughs> yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately the night, you know, you go to Tahiti Fits, you're supposed you to, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to wait to party and everything afterwards. You know, we did it beforehand. So we're sitting there, you know, taking shots, just kind of loosen up and get the, and, you know, if there was any jitters, but yeah, it comes normal to you once you have had experience. But yeah, you're sitting there on stage like, hey, no, that's the part right here. No, this, you know. You ever had somebody not look at you and be like, oh yeah, I get that a lot. You get that and then you wait and then at the end they have that one solo. Bah, bah. And then everybody's looking on stage, and you're kind of skimming that look over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do, you know? Of course, yeah. Get looked at. I don't know. Wait till you're after stage, and then, you know, you either get I that. I think everybody fucks up during oh, yeah. San Jose, though, yeah. man. Because yeah. everybody is getting fucked up the day before, the yeah. day of, and the day well, after. A, it's a big party celebration. Yeah. You know? Why is yeah. that the biggest one? Uh, or, I don't know if it's the biggest one, but. You know, I don't know how that became the biggest one. I, it was just. The first one I went, one? or the second one I went to, I went to Merced first. Yeah. 
and then went to San Jose, and I was like, whoa, this hey. shit is huge. And that was like another ballpark. Because went, we went to the Merced, and no one really competed. What I didn't know at the time was no one really competed at Merced as a group. You went there for your solo warm-ups. Yeah, it was a solo. It was a pretty much Merced, like where I'm from. They have it to go there as a solo to kind of establish being on stage in front of people as your first competition. And the reason why there, too, is because they're one of the first ones and probably still one of the only ones where they have a beginning category and an advanced category. So they kind of, you're not sitting there where you're throwing someone into the wolves against someone has been competing for 10 years, Yeah. you know, and there's a certain, after so many years where they have to be known and they have to be registered as advanced. Or if you're a beginning dancer and say you win first place, that next time you compete, you have to be an, an advanced dancer. Yeah. So they have different rules of, of how they establish that and what you are as a beginning and advanced dancer. And like I said, San Jose was just all, adva- you're all in one category. I don't care how many years you've been dancing. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah, so we went there, and then the following year, we were, I think we went to Merced or San Jose, right? And that's like the mecca of the competition at the time. Yeah, the Tahitian competition. I mean, people walk in. I mean, it's like a movie shit. You know what I mean? Like we walked in like the ghetto dudes from like <laughs> Sister Act. Like, <laughs> yeah. We walked in like no outfits, no no coordination. We didn't have no jackets, no shirts, really. Everyone came out. We all look like shit, and we walk in there, and everyone got like fucking Uniforms, their jumpsuits, yeah. their backpacks, their like the Olympics. Yeah. I was like, right. "What the hell was this making bobsled team out there?" Yeah. I was like, y'all was cool runnings, right? Yeah, y'all was cool running. running. <laughs> and that's what it is because a lot of these, a lot of these fets back in the day, even still now, they if you go watch one, a lot of them are at like small school basketball court, you know, uh, gymnasiums. You go yeah. to San Jose, and it's the big arena. Yeah, you know that goes up. You know. They got vendors that you go to some places and there's three, four vendors, you know, food and selling some merchandise and that's it. And you go to San Jose and it's around the whole Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. We walking in there, walking through that, that, remember that, that path through the stairs, walking in there, walk to the top part. We walk in, everyone's in there like, just like, they all know each other. They're all shaking hands, high-fiving. No one knows us. I was like, man, I don't know. This don't look yeah. right. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what you see. You see back there because you're, you know, you're like the outside. Yeah, as a male yeah, dancer, yeah. yeah, you're back and you're stretching. You're trying to get oiled up and everything. And you see all these dudes and they're all high fiving and doing all these trick yeah. stuff that they're gonna do on stage. And you're like, well, I got a partner to jump over and do that <laughs> shit with. What am I gonna do? So you just gotta go out there. And, hey, bro, check out my pal. Hey, hey man, you jump over me. Yeah, no, it's just, <laughs> jump over me. Yeah, so yeah. you see that and you see like, okay, well, these these guys have been probably doing it for a while, you know. So, when it's your first competition, you're like, oh, crap, what did I get myself into? That got us suck, dude. That got so, us You're walking in, right? You see these guys with these big old, like, fucking head, head pieces on, nice shells. Yeah. They're going down their, their, their models. I was like, man, I ain't got nothing on my yeah. models. It's red. <laughs> I was like, I got, like, one feather in my head. I'm like, I don't know, see how she just don't look right. Yeah. It don't feel right. Yeah. Throw this feather in your hair. It don't smell right. Rest some of this, t- this titty around your neck. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is when you're, you know, going to your first time and, Yep. Experiencing also, it's, yeah, it's it was, an it was, experiment though. It was intimidating. Then I was like, "Oh, look, next time we gotta come ready." But I mean, we we killed the party. I tell you that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that one thing I'm he's in the bad. I'm bad. I can now drink you. <laughs> yeah, we got done. We're like, all right, whatever, motherfucker. Let's get all the drinks on the table. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Someone going under this bitch tonight. <laughs> I ain't going out like no loser. <laughs> but yeah, we, it, it was a party. I tell you that. That was one of the. The best times I've ever had though San Jose yeah. for sure and then and then you get to meet everybody you meet, yeah that's and the best that, part that's right? when you get to meet everybody because you meet people everyone's a lot more calm no one's like stressed out about the competition no more and they start partying they start singing songs till like 6 in the morning yeah the hotel ain't even <laughs> care I was like damn hotel's already ready for it they already know it so yeah. 
but yeah, it's a, it's a good time to, like I said, to meet people and everything afterwards. And whether you're intimidated backstage with them and like, oh, I don't know, man, they look pretty good. Yeah. Afterwards, you you know, you meet people and they're, like, they're just just like you, man, yeah. chilling, having a good time, you know, meeting meeting each other. And yeah, I think that's, a, that's when I finally met like uh, Mavina Tiana. Yeah. Um, I think that's when he had his long hair and he was like, I mean, they're oh, know, yeah. they're, they're a duo and they're just in there like singing songs forever all night. And then, you know, I'll tell you he's there and they're singing songs all night. Every floor you go on, it's like... Oh, yeah, it's flooded. It didn't matter. It didn't matter where you were. It was crazy. All the girls, there'll be parties in the rooms. Everybody's out in the hallways braiding their costumes. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit's nuts, dude. Yep. It's a good time, good time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what's the next one. But the next... Is San Jose still happening or is that... Uh, You know what? This last year, I heard San Jose was their last year. And I could have sworn I heard that... You know, three, four years ago that they were, it was going to be their last year. And then every year they were going to do like a hula competition instead. And then back to Tijin, you know, back and forth. But I did hear that this last year, uh, the 4th of July weekend was their last San Jose. I'm not sure if that's, uh, true. I wouldn't take my, yeah, I don't take my word for it. I didn't go. Um, but I did hear that from certain people saying it was going to be their last one. But you never know. But they, they, they still have the one that's over in Hawaii. Yeah. Right. And that one's huge too. Yeah. Which correct. I've never been to, but yeah, I can never only imagine. I mean, how big that one is that on Big Island? Uh, I believe it is on the. Uh, I don't know if it's on the Big Island. If it's on Honolulu, is it in the same place as uh, where they have the Mary Monarch? I'm not sure about that. Oh, I, uh, I thought that's that was a big the same stage. One. Oh no, Mary Monarch is totally different. Yeah, is that just Hula? Yeah, that's yeah. Hula. Oh, okay. Says so San Jose. That's a real big one too. You got it. San Jose Misfit. Besides San Jose competition, Drew, what competition do you enjoy now? Good question. FIFA. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, know, I actually haven't I mean like I said I haven't competed in, in one in a while I've been I said the last ones I've been to were the ones here in San Diego like I said there weren't ever any before in San Diego I think up until what five six years ago four or five years ago okay and there's a couple different ones now um, like I said I haven't been to the San Jose one since moving here I think nine years ago I think I went maybe a couple times probably a couple first years after I moved here uh, but other than that, yeah, I haven't been to a lot of the comp- the major competitions. So uh, I've done like the Vegas ones, which you know I think a lot of them are just still they're trying to establish where there's there's some that are in their second third years, um, and they're actually growing. So uh, they just actually had a past one up in Castiac. Uh, is it Castiac Lake? Castiac up by Castiac? up by Valencia, like right before know. you get right before you get to the Grapevine. And oh. actually, we did the first one, I think like probably six years ago and it was just a small little elementary school um you know there was only a couple groups that had people go out there and do solos actually help with the drumming there uh but i just seen i think it was i want to say it was last week or the week before and the guy kin that uh, runs it out there it was a lot bigger and i think actually uh, tiana is one of the judges out there and they have Seth on some of the drummers that do the the drumming for them. Oh, okay. Seth so it's a lot. Too? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot bigger and now. Tiana I mean. judges everything though, man. It's like, but, but can you, can you, can you blame them? Like why she would not be oh, a yeah, judge for everything big. in California? Yeah. So I mean, as I said, a lot of people, they remember seeing her the first time. That's what they, they get their roots off of and go right. and try to. So Joseph also, uh, he said, well, he asked about what competition you enjoy. Um, he said that San Jose um, might be moving to Stockton. Um, okay. 20, February 24th is OT, uh, San Diego. And uh, each island in Hawaii has like a diamond dozen for competitions. Yeah, there's a, like I said, there's so many. Back in the day, there was probably about four or five main ones, if, if that, in California. Right. That you, you know, and I think back then I did one up in on Orlando, and it was the first one they were ever doing. 
after that, I didn't hear that much about it. So I don't know if it, you know, it has to be, it has to be successful for them to bring in money uh, to, for them to run a fit like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, you know, we have to get work crews to, to go with that to get a Tahiti fit. So a lot of people don't realize a lot of the work they do because, you know, whether they're just a, a competitor, they're putting a lot of work into, you know, they're practicing their costumes. There's a lot of work that go behind a lot of these Tahiti fits, a lot of these shows that they do, PIFA, um, you know, to bring everybody out. So, so let me ask you this. Um, I had mentioned, like, Tiana kind of judges a lot of them. But do as each competition, do you notice that there's certain different, there's differences between the competitions? Like, what they're looking for? Yeah, there's different. Yeah, and that's why a lot of times you see the judges where they have critiques or they have workshops afterwards. And like I said, there's so many different judges that come from different places. They'll tell you a different critique of what they're looking for, or what they what they saw that you can work on. So those are really good because I've been through plenty of those critiques before where they're saying, oh, work on this, you know, work on, do this a little more steady, but I like what you're doing here. Um, you know, here's your, here's your strength, here's your weakness. Uh, but there are, like I said, there's so many different judges, I think, nowadays where you have like the old school ones that they want to see all the basic stuff. And then you have some of the newer ones where... You know, because they're so creative in what they do, they see something and they like it, and you get points off of that. So, it's just like I said, a lot of times you see dancers going and they try to. They, I think that's why they post it at certain fets now. Right. Why they have the the judges that are there because some dancers, you know, they have it in their mind that oh, this judge doesn't like me or this, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, that motherfucker racist. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So that's what it is. But I don't think. I mean, you say racist. Yeah, I think everything. I think, yeah, I think it's good though to have a lot of different jokes like that because it pushes you. I mean, me, it would push me to be if I was still dancing to kind of okay. Well, this is what the you know. Now, next time I know, so I'll do a little of this or oh. it makes you want to learn different styles and everything mm. too. But you always, like I said, you want to keep to where you came from. Like I said, everybody's different. Just some people have it in them are like, well, no, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm gonna do. And other people are like, well, no, they don't like this. So I'm gonna change everything up. So it just depends. Everyone's different. Like I'm gonna make them like this. Yeah, shit. I'm gonna make them like this. <laughs> that kind of answered my my question. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. Like what's the importance of that competition? But I guess self evaluation. Yeah. And skill. I level. think that's kind of cool. I mean, I didn't. I never looked at it like that. Um, but it's a good way of, of working on your weaknesses. You know, like I guess you well, know. Because I mean? like, you know, somebody else will judge you. Right. Um, somebody that you don't know, or you're not around, not your instructor, not you know your peers. Right. But <clears throat> you know, those things do challenge you. I would assume, right? Oh, and I've seen it plenty of times better. where you. You go from one competition and you don't place or anything. You go to the next, you have the exact same style of everything and they could have just one different judge and all of a sudden you're placing second, first place. So, you so then it really good. throws you off. You're like, well, what did I do wrong? You know, there might be a better <coughs> dancer out there that day. You might just get one judge just based on your costume alone. Exactly. Right? It's just like any other sport. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because they judge oh. you for costumes. They judge you, you know, everything it gets judged on. But like I said, it's just like you're going to a boxing match. You might have that one judge that just... They pointed it differently than the other two or the other three. Wow. So. Oh, that's dope. I mean, yeah. It's, it's different. So how now. do you feel? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe you've seen this, like you've seen a lot more groups come out through uh, like Mexico. Uh, a lot more groups come out from Japan. Um, like they're just randomly popping up. I'm, I'm kind of like shocked. I'm like, I'm like yeah. where's, where are all these these, these dance groups in, in like international? Japan? Yeah. yeah. I actually, because I'm. I think Donacina uh, has a group in yeah, Japan. Yeah, they have a group. It's with the. I think of the name of it. So it's an N, I think. I can't. I can't think. I looked at it. Uh, I looked at it. I'm going to Japan, end of next month. So I started looking up different stuff over there. Oh yeah. To see if they have that over there, and I was, and sure enough, they have groups and they have a bunch of dancers out there. And it's crazy to see it because you know it's like they're coming everywhere. Yeah, they have a competition out there. They do. Yeah. Damn. 
Guam yeah. has a badass group out there too. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of weird. I mean, maybe it's not weird, but it's just it's not expected, I guess, yeah, because expected, of where right? you know. Sometimes also, you forget how many years have passed, and you're thinking, well, that shit wasn't around when I was, you know, and yeah. it wasn't. And, it's, and also, know. they got like a, a dance group with 120 people. Yeah, like a they branch out. Again, I don't know. I I when I was dancing when I was younger for a Hawaiian group, we had like a couple of Mexican Mexican people with us. Same, that was the same thing with my group. That was well, I was like a Mexican. But in the no, 80s. No, I'm not saying like just having them in your group. I mean, yeah. But actually starting a whole like halal in, in like the middle of TJ. Oh, yeah. That's when they like, get depart, like, deported like, again. I'm just saying. Oh, dude. I mean, that's, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's awesome they no, have it's it. it's very awesome. But I'm just like, how did that even come up as an idea? It'd be like, you know what? I bet you I can get a bunch of uh, my fellow... Mexicans to be like, yeah, I'm yeah. down for some teaching dancing. Yeah. Is it awesome if it's started by somebody that has experience? Experience or no experience? Experience. experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's... Yeah. Because I, yeah. Well, they probably because have... They probably, like, showcased them, like, at one of their, you know, quinceañeras or something like that. And be like, oh, mama, get, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. But then you got the one guy that thinks they can yeah. do it on their own. Like, just out the blue, just go do it. You know what I'm saying? Does it have to come from, like, a... Like if somebody branches off from a certain group. I mean, I think that's always the better way of doing things. But, you know, I know you always have those random people who start like a kung fu movement and don't really know. Like, what yeah, so how do you know it's yeah. real? Like if you say you got these ones overseas and. Oh, some people, they just sit there and watch YouTube videos all day yeah. long. Yeah, like social media now, it's everything yeah. is so much easier to learn something. Like I said, it wasn't around when I was when I was younger. And if that was the case, I would have, you know, I would have jumped right because I was Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. I was Hispanic. Yeah. I'm Hispanic. So that would have been was. easier. No, you was. I was Hispanic back then. So it would have like been easier. You're like now. One of the guys that I taught, <laughs> that I taught dance actually lives in San Diego from the last that I knew. And he actually started, like I said, teaching girls and, and boys because he was doing stuff for quinceañeras too. Yeah. So it's just, like I said, it's just a movement that they see. And, yep. You know. Like I said, if that was back around when I was younger, I would have jumped right on it because I would have been like, okay, well, yeah. they'll understand me here, you know. <laughs> or or they went out to like an island to go uh, on a vacation and they saw something they liked. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just bring it back and then they'll fly back out and be like, hey, can you teach me? And then go back to wherever they came from, you yeah. know? Like I said, I, are you saying like a lot of people you think maybe not like it or just. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just some. One, I'm just kind of shocked by it. I think I, I think it just threw me off that the, the groups were getting that big, that it was that popular in like. Those areas? It's shocking in a good way. I yeah, shocking in a good way. I, I think it's the same as twerking. You know what I mean? It's worldwide now. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, that's yeah shit, Next question. Can somebody that's the same shit. <laughs> hey, look how that girl shakes her dog in. Hey, I'm going to shake my dog in like that too. Oh, so is that what you're comparing this dance to? No, not really, but I'm but just I saying. I don't even know what you just said. Like a, I want you to show like me what a twerk sense, is. You know what I mean? Uh, you, I don't don't want, even, yeah. you don't want to see my twerk. Then I'll probably crack this table. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I, just, I was wondering, you know, because uh, I mean, they just, they just start like randomly. But obviously, like Japan has like the ones I've seen have uh, like Medina teaching. And I'm sure there's oh. other groups that are out oh, there. Yeah. You know, so they started, they were started by, you know, legitimate That's, that people. Was, yeah. Right. Um, you know, I know TJ has uh, Aime, um, yeah. which, you know, she's, she's came from Kaleo and she has a legitimate background. But I'm sure there's <coughs> other groups that are out there who are just, just trying like, to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's there's a lot of dance groups here in San Diego that does workshops down there, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tapo Samoa with Joseph. They, right. I, I know they go, they've, gone down, yeah. they've gone down there a couple of times. I know Kaleo's gone there, down mm-hmm. there a couple of times. Uh, I want to even say Uncle Frank 
uh, Rabon from yeah. Guam has gone down there, or maybe down, down Vince. Mexico? Yeah, or maybe Vince. Um, Definitely in Japan. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know they have a yeah a dance group in Japan. Do you yeah. check those? Are you gonna check those those places out? I, I, that's why I really want to. That's why I started looking up and doing. I was thinking, well, where am I gonna be? And I'm gonna be around different parts in Japan. So aside from Tokyo, so I was just looking it up and thinking, well, I'm gonna. Want to drop in on one of these or something like that? So. Just walk in, like who is this? Uh, yeah, just gonna take the drum. Yeah. Let me do this shit. Let me see. How, let me show you how they do it up in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's probably the same thing. It's probably have a Cali teacher over there. That's so when just... he's gonna drop his Nate Dog beat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, you guys know about this Nate Dog? This is the West Coast. West. Yeah. <laughs> this is no, West I, Coast. I think that's good though. Shit. Like when you have, like you said, all it takes is just one great dancer or instructor, and you got a bunch of followers that go on. You know, like they said, that right. has established themselves. And they're right there with them. So, <laughs> Joseph said they got a, a group called Halawa YouTube. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> check that out. Halawa <laughs> <Hello> YouTube. Halawa <laughs> <Hello> YouTube. <laughs> please send me the link. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. So, when are you leaving for Japan? Uh, March twenty-eight. So after CCF. Yes, the week right, like probably like three, four days after CCF. That's a good way to end C- uh, CCF. Close uh, out with that with a big party and just jump on a flight. Yeah, I might not even go to work for a couple of days and just straight to Japan. <laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't have said that on here. Oh, uh, and I don't got no workers listening to me. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that's right. nice. Yeah, I mean, must do. Yeah. It's a school night. I work at a charter school, so. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's I work at a charter school. We didn't get to that part. You We're off school. tomorrow, though. So. That's, a, that's, anyway, why, that's what, you're why. That's why. Uh, no, I work with special education kids. Oh, so I got a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of patience, man. That's how come you can work with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remind me of my student. Yeah, yeah. I can't show this guy how to twerk. But. He's probably like, man, my students are way easier than these guys. Yeah, you got some trouble kids, man. But anyway, man, we appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I uh, texted him earlier today, uh, just just to, to see if he, he would jump on there, and, and boom, just like that. I thought he wanted to practice. I was like, I'm right. Yeah, let me check. Oh, yeah, that would have been dope. I, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't text you. Hey, you want to practice tonight uh, first? I said, like, Hey, uh, you busy around six? <laughs> he was like, No, nah, 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 I should be free. Perfect. Got po- we got a podcast to do tonight. Yeah, that would have been dope to have him drunk. Oh like yeah. yeah. Second. Well, you can and, always come back at about a month, and you go to CF, right? Yeah. Actually, we'll be. Oh shit, we'll be. We'll actually be live up there. Come up there uh, to the park while we're in the beer garden and play the drops up there. Yeah. Yeah, Here we go. I'll start looking it up. That's good stuff. Yeah. That'd be sick. You gotta do grinding. Yeah. Grinding. Grinding. Jake Jake one? Or what? Clips? Yeah, clips. Clips. He was like, what? Grinding on that. Thank everybody for joining us uh, on the Par Bar today on our live fat chat. We had a lot of uh, feedback today and help out with the audio. And yeah. Drew for coming on the show. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We'll thank check you guys. you guys out later. Escalators. Shoot. Shoot.